Hello and welcome to the Meet the Artist podcast. With Meet the Artist, we want to invite you to take a plunge down the rabbit hole into the strange, fascinating and magical world of circus. Today we have with us Arno Ferreira, if I pronounce it right. Yes, perfect. <laughs> okay, welcome. Um, this episode is um, basically during recorded during the festival. Yosa is in the sauna on the festival area next to the tent. <laughs> the sauna is off though. And yeah, welcome. Arno, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Mm. I'm Arno Ferreira. I'm circus artist. I come from gymnastic and I studied physical theater. But since five years now, I'm working uh, in Enlou pour l'homme company. It's a uh, French-based uh, circus uh, company. And uh, we basically work on around hand-to-hand, which means, uh, let's say, we... Uh, we look for um, virtuosity in in, sim- in simple simple material. Let's say that in simplicity, but uh, and the, through the effort, through the, the partnering, we try to focus on the relation, uh, the relational aspect in between performers. So yeah, basically that's a bit a short presentation, but that's it. And your work is quite intensive. Like I heard a few times your planning or training schedule when you're meeting and when you're all together, it is very intense to be simplistic and be like really focusing on the essence of hand to hand, but it's very precise and a lot of work. And uh, yes, and now we I'm artistic director of the last piece of the of the company. It's name uh, it's called the Queer the show. Uh, queer like a uh, leather in French and um, maybe we have the luck to perform in Berlin Circus Festival in summer, summertime so everyone is welcome to see the show of course well, we are all hoping it will happen and will be possible oh my god <laughs> yes. so you can't wait to be on stage with a real life audience and full big top that's why we do performances <laughs> yeah Yeah. And what is happening right now? Are you still are you still working? Are you still creating together? Let's say that we had a premiere in October, uh, the 20th of October, and uh, we or after straight after the premieres we had uh, 10 shows cancelled, and now we uh, they proposed us to uh, perform in Paris. We were supposed to to perform in uh, Centre Culturel Suisse in Paris. And uh, basically, uh, the, I mean, it was impossible. Every theater, all the theaters were closed, but they uh, asked us if we wanted to perform in front of an audience of programmers. And uh, there was this big question, like uh, now as performer, like do we uh, do we push? Do we go? Uh, do we put ourselves in this special situation? Because uh, performing in front of pro- uh, programmers, it's a special case and we accepted we decided to do it so basically we just performed one show in in near to paris in this configuration 
and uh, we are happy about it because the the show went good but also because i realized how the programmers now now they really need to see shows in in live also also for themselves like because they are so used now to to watch shows new shows in through the computer through the the screen and that's very difficult for them to feel to perceive the show but also for the performers to have this as a as a tool i mean it's not the same thing and it's uh, raw and it's tough but uh, so it was nice it was, it was i feel lucky that i had this chance to perform in front of an audience of programmers um, can you maybe give us like a little overview where you come from as an as an artist as a performer? Okay, when I was a kid, I, I did for ten ten years. I did gymnastic in Switzerland, and uh, at the same time combined, especially the end, like uh, around uh, sixteen when I was sixteen years old, uh, I started theater uh, and music at conservatory, and then. I, At the end, when I had to decide uh, where to study, I, I was really thinking something that could link uh, the physical work, the music, and the theater. That's why I decided to apply for Dimitri School, which is a school of um, physical theater, where you have dance, uh, contemporary dance theater, acrobatic, rhythm, etc., etc., etc. And uh, so I, that, that was my... my That were my studies. And uh, straight after, I decided to focus on contemporary dance and movement, but um, with uh, choreographers such as uh, Fighting Monkey, Rootless Roots, or um, let's say David Zambrano, Rakesh Sukesh. And uh, I, 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 went to, I moved to Brussels. And uh, I stayed there for, let's say, six months uh, working for a company with a... Uh, And then I, I, I met Alexandre Frey, the director of En Loup pour l'Homme, on a workshop of uh, Fighting Monkey. We met and we really felt a good connection and he invited me to join the company in, in a, for a replacement for F Face North and for the new creation Rare Birds. And at that moment I worked with them uh, really intensively with, um, yeah, I, I would say I performed almost, uh, I don't know, 180 times with them and now um, we also did some projects uh, in the Balkans we we moved a project called uh, Ride and Camp and we it was um, let's say a tour in the Balkan in and uh, but not just for performing it was also to uh, give classes uh, meet different uh, audiences um, etc 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 it was a big project so let's say that at that moment we also have a show in a circus tent rare birds it was created for a circus tent so that's how i let's say i infused in the <laughs> in the world of 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 circus and uh, with the tent also with a big top it's super interesting that um or i find it super interesting that It's, I don't know if, if, if I listen to you, like the way you be, became or, or got to where you are now in your career, it sounds super logical 
like the steps from doing gymnastics as a child to then physical theater and then joining the world of circus basically um and it's what you said that um circus combines all the art forms together i think we talked about this in another episode too i don't really remember with who but um we talked about this and um Do you think you would miss something if you would do basically just dance or just theater or just music? Yes, I, I think yes. I think there, there is a special, I mean, I, I would miss the in, this specific engagement that we have in circus that let's say, um, and then it's a taste. So I, I, of course, I talk for myself. It's not I give more value to one discipline than another one. But I think it's very complete, the circus, because it's, it's, um, it's definitely not, uh, for me, uh, work where you are just a performer. There is something more, especially in the case of a tent, also of a circus tent, because you have to to drive, you have to come, go somewhere, you have to to build, you have to uh, prepare, then you you perform, then you unbuild. I mean, it's something very complete, but and mm -hmm. that's very uh, very very practical. What I mean to say now, but then there is something artistical that is very uh, important and uh, and interesting in circus for me which is the fact that circus, it's, it's a very freestyle discipline. That's why I feel that you can, you can choose the form you like. You can choose the shape. The, um, let's say that you are really free. Yeah, to, to I mean, you're, I feel more free in, in, in circus than in, uh, in dance and in, in theater. It's like if... Um, how to say in English, it's less set. It's more, it's, it's like the, 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 the crazy kid, the circus for me. It's like the, the bad kid, like the, the, how to say, not the bad kid, but the little crazy one. It's not so restrictive. Yes, exactly. So you can choose, you can, you have the impression that you can choose more. Your style also your way of expression. There are so many disciplines in, in circus. And also you can see circus in, 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 I mean, everywhere. So you can choose how you, you present it. Yeah. And you have, a, you have a new creation where I guess from what I've seen so far, it is a little bit different uh, still to what you did before with Rare Birds with Anlupolon, yes. that yeah. it still has the basis of the simplicity in movement, but it's just two and it's very, very close. And it also has a very specific topic. Could you yeah. tell us a bit about the show? Yes, sure. Um, so it's true. I would, I would not say that for queer, the word it's simplicity because it's, it's a bit, uh, It's very heavy. Let's say it's very physical and engaged as a, as a performance. It's a short form. It's 35 minutes. But uh, there is something uh, that it's very important in this show. We are two. And so it's, it's a face-to-face -face, uh, performance. 
So, uh, and it's, uh, we have harnesses that usually are used for horses. And uh, with this, we try to use this tool as um, uh, to amplify what uh, the, the, the traction, the power of traction. For example, concretely, we can throw each other. Uh, when when the, the relation of flyer and, and base, let's say, it's a bit uh, broken because the, the flyer, at the same time, he's definitely responsible for his um, weight. And uh, so, uh, yeah, rules are a bit exchange, like exchangeable, and uh, there is a mutual responsibility. That usually we have in, in partnering. I mean, in, in 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 partnering, but in this sense, we don't use much the hands, but we use the the harness of the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say that in this show also we try to we we talk about uh, um, uh, sensitivity, but through a very uh, strong work, almost sometimes can be violent or. Uh, a power, um, a relation of domination, but but in a way that it's not I want to dominate you, but but you 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 welcome the fact that the other is dominating you. So we talk about this ambiguity also, and um, and we we really try. I mean, we really defend a work that okay, we are two men, we are almost naked on stage, we lift each other, so and we. We pull and we, but the fact is not to um, expose, to give the image of a strong man with muscles and tattoos. Um, but it's, uh, it's okay, wh- how we can decon- deconstruct this? How, what can we, uh, okay, what can uh, we, al- um, how to say, how can we allow to, to be something else than that? So it's a bit about. Um, like what is masculinity or what is masculine or yes I, I had this uh, this uh, question because queer also I mean in the French in French it means uh, leather but there is queer also as a word and uh, let's no. say that I, I don't push on that because to, to talk about something queer now it's very cool it's very a la mode it's like so th- basically that's not the point but Yes, we 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 represent a relation that you can you can't really uh, you can you can put a label you can say they are brother they are lovers they are they are friends they are partners they are enemies but it's we try to we we try to represent a bit something that is in between all that and where at the end the relation by itself it's not important to de- to be defined must be clear but not defined and and uh, it's a young piece we i mean we need uh, we need so it's a fresh one let's say it's still a, a green fruit but we are it's it's really alive already i think i've never had a premiere such a um, with already filled on of, of meaning as this one Did you have a um, specific director or outside eye working with you on the piece in order to especially like work out this different masculinity and maybe the queerness? 
Yes, we had two external eyes very uh, important for the, the piece. One was Paola Rizza, is Paola Rizza. She's a, a director more from theater and clown. She did all, she worked with uh, Ludor Citric and, uh, and others, really. She worked a lot with that. And she helped us. She felt, um, how to say, accompagnement à l'écriture. She really helped, was there to help us how to, to, write, to write our material. So it was a mirror of our material. Uh, a very, um, a, I mean, we gave her a lot of uh, space. I mean, to, when she was with us, she was really reading what we were doing. So she, she helped in a dramaturgical point of view. And then uh, uh, Benjamin Kahn, he is a choreographer from Marseille. He did Lezac and then he studied, he continued really with dance. Now he's choreographer. And he was there to really work with us on the body, how to open, uh, the, uh, how to make the body more uh, available. And also for the, the symbolic of, of the body. And uh, so I think that if I think about, uh, he was there really for focusing on the body, of the dramaturgy of the body. And then Paola Rizza for the, the piece, let's say from the writing point of view. And the, and the play, how to... Uh, so basically those two for me were really important to have these different approaches, but that combined make something made something right for the piece. Mm. Otherwise, we are creators. We don't, we really, we love to research. Like, uh, so we, we actually keep researching now. The show, every time is a bit different. We really work every, every time to clarify, modify some things. Mm. And how did the, how did you get the idea to do a piece about this topic? It's, we are in a moment where it's so important to take the um, to give space to to um, to women and to um, how to say in a in a simple but clear way like feminism. It's very important now to discuss to talk about this. But I feel that it's also now the, the time to present other uh, masculinities under another point of view like to say to also express that that we um, we need also to to i mean we need i don't see we as a, as a, <laughs> but what i mean is that a, the people need yes but mika and me it's a duo of men and for me now it's a good time also to t to give space to this to deconstruct masculinities and to present it Uh, and to defend it. So for me, it was important to rediscuss about that. Um, we have we have met together in Festival Perspective uh, in Saarbrücken um, the first time for uh, to really work together as well. Yes, and it's a festival for French and German circus, and I would be really interested in your perspective as an Italian. Uh, working in France and Belgium <laughs> and um, you have quite the European perspective and I would be really interested as you work with a French company 
but also you've been co-produced by Fabrik Potsdam and you have been in Germany quite a lot. How is that? What's your take and your perspective on this, on the German circus scene or maybe the German audience or circus in Germany in general compared to France or Belgium? Hmm. I think that every country has a dif give different chances for several reasons. Like, mm, uh, let's say that uh, hmm, I can't really talk about Italy because I'm not there so much. Uh, I know more the circus in Switzerland, let's say, because I'm half Swiss Italian and half Sicilian. But um, let's say that in France there is a, a, there there are structures. There there are a lot of companies. And um, and there is a lot of movement and styles and tendencies. In in Germany, I I, I know a bit less the context of circus. I know I, I know more the theater, for example. Sure. And uh, and it's and it's incredible. In, in in Germany, I mean, for theater, I have this big respect for 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 theater in Germany for the aesthetic but not only for the approach of uh, of the text of uh, the presence of the dramaturgy and uh, i can see the difference uh, let's say in the classical theater in italy there is a huge difference from the style the approach the german one and the italian one and i would say that this uh, quality that there is in theater also in Germany, I'm sure that there is this, uh, this quality in the circus in Germany. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, uh, and of, also it's very difficult for me to say in Germany because it depends of the city, it depends of the region. Let's say, like now we talk about Berlin, but Berlin for me, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain <laughs> how to define Berlin in the world, <laughs> but It's like Brussels in for Belgium. It's like uh, I don't know. So I, I'm sure that there is a big potential in in German cir in circus, and that's why the Berlin Circus Festival for me it's a, it's a very important event. It's an important rendezvous for the contemporary circus in Germany. Is it actually possible to say? Um to still say it's there's German circus and French circus and Belgium circus and Scandinavian circus because like I my my only connection to circus is the festival and it's always super international and most of the companies are quite international as well and so I'm wondering how to define Like, what categories are there to define what circus is in different countries? Or is it then the circus schools that are actually de defining it? I totally agree with you. Because now if we put uh, to uh, decide the, the schools, because, of course, every school give, um, let's say, um, a background, give a, a touch. And then as a student, you can follow or, or destroy it. Like you can use it, you can t you can be you can learn and then choose what you do. But so let's let's put it to the side the schools because of course they give a. But I totally agree with you that it's. Uh, I mean, in the companies now there are uh, 
uh, European company, the companies, there are Brazilian, and there are uh, uh, there are people from all over the world that are, are part of the company. So it's true. Let's say that it's more and more difficult to say, okay, circus in France is like this, in but still you can you can you can see when uh, every country has a different touch let's say if you see really a lot of shows and it's really not actually my case since a while i don't see so much so many shows but <laughs> but uh, but you you feel a bit the difference in between the touch because how you what what you would say about the contemporary circus in germany i think it's more interesting than what i say um i think We have been talking recently, like the last days, quite a lot here at the festival now about the circus in the scene, the circus scene in Germany and what kind of support they would need. And we are lucky at the moment that we can invite artists in person, actually on the stage to um, create and research. And quite a lot of the artists are really working hard and enjoying so much to be back there on the stage. Um, what I realized what happens a lot at the moment is that circus in Germany is really developing, is really pushing forward. It has a huge motivation and potential to grow, really. And there has been an enormous funding that has been rolled out. It's the first time that actually circus creations are funded in Germany. And there are around 40 to 50 projects now that will happen in the next year that are funded um, mm -hmm. substantially. So a lot of things are happening and it's moving a lot. And I think the interesting point is a bit that um, that the circus scene is really, um, it's so young. So it has ways to go in every direction. It's as free as circus is in general but is also is also really not tainted with other experiences of circus before of of contemporary circus creations so it can really develop in all different kinds of ways i think that's quite nice um how is that um because it's still one the last episode of our uh, dfjv project the digital ganz nah is means like digitally very close um How do you perceive the development of circus and the chances of what's going on? For me, yeah, what, what, is, what is complicated, of course, it's a period now where um, it's very tough and difficult to project mm -hmm. for everyone, for all the fields. But I, I guess that it's gonna be a, a, there's going to be a, a crisis waiting for us. So it's for sure there is something to arrange to modify to change to to go for something lighter to go for something more local also and, and, and there are words that everyone is using but i think that we need to be inspired but the the, the uh, complex situation uh, is waiting for us and so also to um, create new projects in ways that are lighter to to move uh, lighter to Lighter to cancel, li li lighter to uh, to tour with, yeah. And uh, 
I, I guess that since now we are more and more distant, I think that that's also my response to that. It's going forward for the touch, like to, to find, to work, to, to rediscover the touch. So that's why from my side, I'm really not uh, for developing uh, virtual uh, work, but to, to, to keep digging and researching around the, the contact, the touch. And uh, I wanted to ask the question also to Joke, who's the, uh, the student from Etage mm -hmm. who's with us and hear a bit from the student's perspective. And then also hear if you wanted to ask and get into an exchange with Arno about this. Can you repeat the question, please? Like more <laughs> specifically, I was like... How do you see or perceive um, the circus right now and the development of circus in, in Germany? And have you seen um, French productions? Um, I just saw some of this in the internet, the one we are talking about in the podcast. And um, I don't know, at the moment, I feel like it's really restricted everything, of course, because of Corona. And sometimes I feel it like a big pressure or like a big weight on us, kind of, which still doesn't touch me so much because I'm in school and it kind of gives me time to breathe. I feel, or like freedom to be able to train and to kind of wait some, like if this is changing, but of course we are talking about a lot about it. And also I think a lot about artists who are actually working at the moment or try to work. And um, of course I also see like a lot of uh, attempts to make things more digital. And for me personally, I feel it's, really weird and kind of not natural because I feel circus has something has to be something to touch like you just said it also to work more on the touch and I saw some digital shows and I feel like it doesn't really get to me even if it's nice that there are like possibilities to still go on and I think it's nice that we have this possibility But for me, like, I feel uh, that sometimes it's, it scares me that there's this situation, but it also gives me a lot of motivation and inspiration to look for alternative ways, like to find ways to perform circus or to give it to the people, maybe not in the way we, we know it, like to explore more, more ways to get to the people. But for me, it's really far from digital, but it's more, I don't know, like, like you said, Anna, also like more light forms, maybe, or more spontaneous forms, maybe just in the, in the street or whatever, maybe not such big things, but more direct and personal. And would you have a question to Arno also? Yes, I, I had one question when we, when you were talking about that uh, circus is the, The crazy child, and that uh, you can choose your form of uh, performing and expressing. Like, how do you do if you are in the company and you're like five, six, or more people? And for sure, everyone has their own 
uh, style or form of expression? Like, how do you do that? Just kind of that it melts together, or do you all have your own crazy child and they're like fighting, <laughs> or are they? But yeah, every every group every group it's a it's a different uh, how to say creature. So there are groups that need to to fight to bleed to, to come to propose something. There are groups that are uh, there is a one leader that is a clear leader or two, and uh, and the others follow and give uh, trust. There are groups that work more in a collective way. So it depends. But um, let's say that for me now it was uh, important artistically to come back to a, f a, f a form with just a duo. Because ch uh, choices, it's a dialogue. And, uh, and this for me was really important now because I did a show with six people and with four just before. And I kind of needed this kind of... Uh, Let's say that if you're less you are, more space you have also to to share your ideas and you don't need yet. So I would say that there are some groups that are like, uh, they, they can communicate in a beautiful way, uh, accepting the tensions, uh, of course. But for me, it's not about to fight uh, in between each other to defend our... Uh, ideas because uh, it's ha more how to find complicity so the work is how to keep this group uh, uh, with the yeah with this kind of energy and that's my point of view so of course um, I'm just looking at the question because when Yoko joined the, the project You were asking one question that interests you that I really liked a lot. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So you were asking, what would be the inner beliefs or the belief systems or the inner motivation to uh, hold on tight to the to the way of the artist? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> the inner the inner belief. You mean uh, what is what is the motor? Let the engine. Let's say. I would say that this kind of period is uh, really it's the mirror of what, what we are in the sense that uh, you see your strong points, what you, what you really defend and what's your motor, but you see also what is, uh, what is uh, putting you down in this kind of context, the weak points of your inner belief. So that's why for me it's very important now I came back to the touch for example because again for me this is very important to, to share this kind of cooperation this this uh, this kind of love this kind of communication that we have in in circus uh, in our way and to defend it to to present it to keep sharing it in a um, And so I think that's my one of my inner belief now, one, one of my motors, is to do it for myself, but especially in order to share it, to invite people to do, let's say, to go in the same direction, to inspire, to give also. I, I, I felt when we were performing, we work with Mika, my partner, 
on really a, a really intimate relation and touch. We are really closed and we, we touch each other constantly. And you, you can see that for the people it's kind of um, yeah, um, jubilé in French, how to say. Um, they're really touched when they see people, especially now that they have, they have this kind of relation on stage. And I feel so lucky to do it because I don't need a mask. I don't need to disinfect my hands from every five minutes. But I just touch my partner and I de develop a relationship in order to be shared with the audience. Mm. So that's, for me, it's really, I feel lucky. But, uh, it's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Manon, you also have a question? Yes, I'm, um, I had a question, but actually you answered a bit. Uh, I'm really excited about your, your new creation, uh, Queer, and I was also supposed to, to see your performance uh, in Paris yesterday at the Sound Culture Suisse. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, what I really like in your, in your work and in the description of Queer, uh, it's, it's the idea that caring someone becomes a kind of way to, to, to pull someone, like attraction, And I like also the, the idea that it, it, it creates a kind of interdependence between two people. And finally, that uh, there is no real balance of power between you both as artists. And um, is, it, is it actually your vision of the modern relationship in, in general uh, today? Um, I mean, without this balance of power and with people at the same level. Absolutely. And second question, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, what do you think um, about um, our way to, of communicating today and our, our way of living today in this society, especially in this context? Yeah. So the, for the first, the, the, the second question, I, I, can you rephrase it? It's uh, about, because, yeah, about today, but uh, I, I didn't get, I don't know, I don't have a clear answer. But for, to answer for the first, so we go for it. Yes, of course. When we talk about relationship and we, we present and we create a show for, for this, For me, it's important that it's the mirror of what you, I mean, it reflects what are your thoughts, what are your dreams, what, is, what motivates you. Yes, for me, the relationship uh, it's some, it's, uh, has, is exactly like that. And we are two men on stage, but it doesn't matter. We could be two women, a man and a woman, and uh, it doesn't matter. But yes, of course, there is this kind of uh, shared responsibility and also uh, welcoming the power of the other. Uh, and uh, and uh, yes, this for sure, it's important for me as something that defined a relation. And uh, yeah, of course. And the second question, sorry, I missed. No, the, the second question was, uh, Uh, what do you think about uh, our way of communicating today, our way of uh, living together in this society, and especially in this context with, with the COVID? I'm um, not completely satisfied. I'm, I'm really not satisfied of what is the relation nowadays, what was before the COVID. And of course, now in time of COVID, it's, it must be even more complicated and intense. So I think that I hope that... Uh, 
when there will be this, uh, let's say, spring will come back in different ways. But I hope that we will also take this as a chance in order to, re to deconstruct some things in the relation and uh, the relation we have to the other and also to, towards ourselves, that we will take this chance to deconstruct, to keep what is the good and to, 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 to throw what is not. I mean, it can, can, can be naive, I say like that, but I really mean it. Like, uh, there is a lot of work to do and there, there is a lot of... Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be tough, of course. But I can't wait you, to share with you the show and to see what you perceive and what you see and what you... And I think uh, one question that we end the podcast always with is uh, something that combines a little bit with what you were saying right now as well. Um, what, is, what is in general, what is circus for you and what does Rediscover Circus mean to you? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I would say it's maybe a classical thing, but I would say that What is circus for me, it's um, to go out of your comfort, comfort zone, to put yourself to work around, let's say, a risk. But it's not a risk. Like uh, it's, You don't need to go 100 meters high to, to see the risk. You can find it behind the corner. You can find it on the floor. You can find it in the, in the research. But for me, there is something around the risk. That it's, uh, that it's there. And, uh, and there is something about also the, the body, like the, it, something very horizontal that, of course, you can, you can define, you can create, and you can propose a concept. That's for sure. But especially for me, I defend that in the circus, there is the, the body, a, a awake body, sensitive body that is there, in order to, 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 yeah, to propose uh, something through the body. That's really beautiful. Yeah, so thank you for sharing all your thoughts. It was really interesting. Pleasure. <laughs> so uh, also for me, thank you a lot. And I'm very much looking forward to see the show as well. I hope it will work in the summer. And... Um, this podcast episode was number six, as I think, or seven. Um, so it's slowly getting more and more and it's exciting to see different artists and their visions. Um, and this podcast is edited and mastered by Elias Sander. Music is by Jordi Little. And we will hear you and see you in two weeks now. We decided to go two week based from this now uh, from this moment on and uh, as always stay fly and hear you in two weeks <laughs>